to Dads is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we're back. We're back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads. Yes. Alan, how are you? Great. Another week? Another another week, another dollar. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. How did I know that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just because we know each other so well now. <laughs> I think we've been doing this now. This is this is episode 60. 60. Yeah. Six, zero. Six, zero. That's, that's a lot of episodes. That's a lot. That's a number of seconds in a minute. Number of minutes in an hour. Wow. Number of hours and 60 hours. You're getting technical. <laughs> I just, uh, I was just happy we've done 60. Yeah, that's a that's lot. A, that is a lot of episodes. That's a lot of good content. Yeah, for sure. Um, we've probably had, wow. We've only had a handful of guests though. Yeah. You know, we have, we need to have more guests. Yeah. Actually, we want to hear what the, the people listening have to say about sure. that. Uh, if you could email us podcast at dudes to dads.com. Yeah. If there are topics that you feel like we should cover and we're not covering, I would love to hear that. I mean, yeah. we get a feedback often on the episodes that we have, right? But it'd be interesting to get a little bit of feedback on the episodes we don't have. Right. In other words, yeah. Topics. What do you want to hear? Yeah. Like, what do you exactly. want to listen to? Yeah. Um, what do you want us to talk about? And what do you want to learn more about? Because that's someone that wants to be on the show that wants that's to true. convey yeah. their message. I, you know, like I think I had said before is a lot of the topics come from my own desire to learn. Right. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah. wow, I really need to learn about this. Yeah. Let's do an episode about it yeah. because it will force me to research and start looking yeah, at it yeah. and get some good tips Very for myself. cathartic to do the podcast. So oftentimes then what happens is these, uh, these topics are things that I really enjoy. Sure. And I really, or I really want to learn. Yeah. Um, you know, very rarely is it like, eh, nah, I'm just not interested in that topic, but yeah. Hey, we need to fill the spot. So right, let's do it. Right. Um, that that's, won't happen here. That's the beauty so, of having your own show. Yeah. You can just <laughs> do what it is that you want to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the last episode we focused on negativity, right? Um, I think, you know, the idea of what not to, what do, not to do versus what to do. Yeah. And I had thought about that and because as from a parenting perspective, we've always learned you're supposed to tell kids what to do, not yeah, what not to do. Sure, sure. But I think I'm kind of going in that direction again because uh-huh. I, I was thinking about today's show and I still I'm still on that idea of negativity, but I'm switching it up a little bit. Um, I, I read an article in, uh, or on, I should say on, say in. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. I know. We still think about uh, magazines. Like it was a cassette items. tape. Um, <laughs> it was an eight track, uh, the good men project.com, okay. which is a great, I think we may have mentioned it before. It's mm. a great resource. They actually have repurposed some of our content, which is great. They've yeah, taken ours. Right. And, and, right. and, and so they've been a good source. It's a really good information. They've got a lot of resources for men, um, all kinds of stuff. I mean, whether you're married or not or whatever, yeah. just or you're a dad or not, it's really about men. Right. Um, but there was an article that really hit home for me. Um, it was written by a woman, Meadow, I want to say DeVore. Devore. her name? Yeah. Her Meadow first Devore. name's Meadow. First name's Meadow. Mm. Uh, 10 things you should give up to be happy. And okay. this one, it was really, really interesting. So I felt compelled to share this. And um, it hit home in too many places. <laughs> <laughs> um, because, you know, we often focus about, ha- I mean, you know, a lot of us look at, well, you know, what do we need to do to be happy? Mm-hmm. And 
this thing, this talks about what we need to give up in order to be happy instead of what do we need to try to do? Right. Well, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. No, in a sense. but I get it. It's like kind of relinquishing. These, yeah. These like are things that we action. do. Yeah. That aren't making us happy. Yeah. And that's why I said it, it kind of hits home. And when I was reading this, I'm like, wow, this would be something great to share. Yeah. Actually, after I read it, I sent it out to some people that I know would appreciate it. And stuff. it's one of those things where not social media wise, but just personally like, yeah. Hey, this was a good article. And I don't do that for like everything. Right. So, right. Um, it just, it was really, really good. So the first one was give up your need for control. <laughs> yeah. You know, the idea of trying to control everything around you is taxing. Oh, for sure. It's very, very taxing. Yeah. And I can identify with that yeah. of, you know, the idea of trying to control your environment. And, yeah. um, but it ends up, tr- it ends up essentially like creating anxiety, yeah. you know, and chaos. Yeah. Like you're trying to establish control yet. It creates chaos. Does that make sense? No, I totally get it because I know a lot of people like this where they try to control their entire environments and every aspect of it, you know, from start to finish. And I'm like, everything's going to be fine. I don't understand just why. It be. Yeah, just it's OK. Let it happen to you. Right. Don't try to control what's going to happen. If right. you let it happen to you, you're going to enjoy it a lot. More. Well, it's amazing, you know, as, as a parent trying to teach our kids this. Um, I had a situation the other day, actually, it just brought, just thought of that. My son had a situation in which he was upset at. Yeah. And I asked him the question, can you control that? And I won't go into what it is, but basically, and he said, no. Mm. And I said, of course, it's great when you're with it. I'm great with other people, you know, <laughs> great at giving advice. It's just you're like, right, exactly. I wish I could do it myself. <laughs> and because, well, but I, I recognize the situation. I said, like, can you control that? Because he was upset and yeah. he and he's like, no, I can't. And I said, well, then what are you trying to control it for? Yeah. And, and I think it kind of made sense. Yeah. But that's something that we do all the time is we try to control things that are not controllable. Yep. You know, yeah. Uh, there are things that sometimes are controllable, and maybe we want to try to control them you yeah. know, for that need. But basically, when something is un, as an example, somebody else. Yeah, know. <laughs> you know that that's a big one. I know you yeah. cannot control someone else, and we all are guilty of that. Yep. You know, where whether it's a friend, a significant other, whatever, um, and it may just be some aspect or some incident or whatever, but we often try to control that. Yeah. Um, and and I don't, you know, there's a. There's probably a, a, a good psychology for why that is. And the, you know, I'm not getting into that, No, but yeah. it's basically just give it up. Yeah. No, <laughs> that totally makes sense. Yeah. Give yeah. up the need to control. <laughs> uh, next one. Number two, give up the need to be right. Mm-hmm. Well, how do we do that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, it's funny. About What's that. left then? Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. I know. Exactly. Left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be left this time. No, I um I I'm I learned that kind of early on, I want to say in my probably my 20s where I was like I don't need to prove my point if I am right. Yeah. And so so if I'm right, I'll just let them think they're right. Yeah, I'll be like, all right, well, if that's the way you think this should happen, then okay, then Well, I'm noticing that more in conversation where I make an, I, or I would just say used to more yeah. to try to make an effort to get my point across, you know, and, and, sure. and thinking, well, I'm right. Yeah. I, like I, I know this is, you know, yeah. and like in a conversation or an argument or something and realizing like, 
does it really matter? <laughs> like in the end, yeah. like what do you get out of yeah, that? Yeah. Like other than pissing the other person that you're talking to off, <laughs> right? Yeah. what do you get out of that need to be right? It's I like know. there's some self-fulfillment there of is. like of just feeling well, it's good. It's, yeah, yeah. Ego boost. You, you want to feel like you're in, it's a control thing. I think it goes back to that control thing. Right. But then, yeah, I have the same and I've learned to relinquish it, especially when it's like about something that's a fact and I know it's wrong what they're saying. And I'll be like, all right, that's what you believe. Uh, then go ahead and, you know, uh, you can look it up. Yeah. I, I, you can prove me wrong. If I'm wrong, I'll, I'll admit it, but I don't think I'm wrong. Yeah, Dr. Ellen, my mother, yeah. um, she used to say, would you rather be loved or right? <laughs> yeah. And a lot yeah. of those situations come down to that. Yeah. You know, like, are you trying to prove just to be right or do you want to be loved by somebody? Yeah, and exactly. often those are the two opposites. Yeah. Because you, know, yeah. you can get in an argument. And okay, you're going to be right, but you're going to really make somebody upset. I know my grandfather and loved my grandma, grandma rest in peace, uh, because at some point he just gives up the argument because she kind of nagged him a little bit and be right. like, well, what has to be? He just did this. And he, okay, Millie, okay, okay, <laughs> yep. He wanted to be loved. Yeah, he just, he knew to just give, just, she's going to be right, so he's going right. to be loved. So just leave it at that. Right. But that's true. Like, <laughs> it, it's so true because, like, we, we, we force ourselves to be that correct. And, like, you're right. It's that ego yeah. or whatever it is instead of thinking the bigger picture of, yeah. like, you know what? If I just let, like, what is it to just let the other person think that they're right? <laughs> exactly. Like, just let them think that they're yeah, right. Yeah, especially if it's just about something that's kind of subjective anyway. Right. Like, who cares? Right. <laughs> um, next one, number three, give up your criticisms. Mm-hmm. So this has to do with acceptance. It's uh, give up criticisms of both yourself and others. And, others. Um, and we've talked about that, too, where, you know, when you are criticizing other people, it's obviously that you're critical of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just sort of deteriorates everything, you know, it's, it's, you're really focusing on what's wrong again, rather than, um, focusing on what's right. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Actually, I do have, um, you know, tendency to back off of being too hypercritical of people, Mm -hmm. but there is that part of me that's slightly cynical. So when things aren't fair, then that's when I get super critical. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just yeah. go off on the world at that point. <laughs> like, right. what's wrong with society? But then I'll call back and be like, oh, no, that person's fine. Well, at least you come back to Earth. <laughs> exactly. <Right. laughs> um, Interplanetary journey, then circle back to Earth. Yeah. Totally. Uh, <laughs> number four, give up your need for people to understand you. <laughs> Speak in your own language. Well, yeah, that's this interesting. Um <laughs> It's kind of, it is similar to being, wanting to be right. Yeah. Um, but like, do you really, like, what is the value of somebody else understanding you? Uh, like understand. You know? Yeah. And I guess that you have to take that with a grain of salt. I can't really agree with that a hundred percent, but I do understand the point they're trying to make here. Well, so it, it, that may mean that you don't have that as, as that's not as something as strong. Cause for me, that's not like, I don't feel misunderstood. Right. I, I, that's not a few. I mean, I plenty of these other ones on the list are, <laughs> I'm dealing with. But for that one, I don't feel like people misunderstand me. That's not something that like I identify with. I'm oh, not saying okay. they don't. No, but no, I, but no. But that's that, a good way. Of, that's actually the perspective I did not take is that 
um, I guess I do feel understood, so I don't really have the issue per right. se. But I guess from the perspective of feeling the need that people need to understand you and they don't, right? Where a lot of people do, they just don't understand me. Mom doesn't understand the way I act. It's, it seems it. like a very almost teenagerish thing to think about. So I guess in that perspective, then I totally agree with it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that that makes sense. Um, let's see. Next one. Uh, give up your desire to be liked. Yeah. Just walk into places, smack people in the head. Why not? Yeah, that's, you know, that's interesting. <laughs> no, but I, and again, it goes circling back to the whole, um, it's the desire for it. It's not whether or not you are liked. It's that if someone doesn't like you, okay, well, they it's don't like you. you. I had, um, this, I'll give you an example of this. Um, it was a friend talking about my former roommate and, the, and that friend is, you know, was ex-girlfriend was like, yeah, he was talking mess about you or something, you know, that you are a hermit and you don't like to do such and such to go out. And I go, yeah, I am a hermit. It's okay. I don't right. care what he thinks. Right. Like I really don't. I mean, he's and he's a good guy. I don't have no problem with whatsoever. But you're like Mr. Social Activity. <laughs> now, I know. Now. Oh, maybe you weren't at, at that some time. Point? I yeah. wasn't. As I was broke at the time. Oh, gotcha. But but that you know, it, it didn't matter to me what that person thought because I'm like, he has his opinions. I don't care. Right. You know, it doesn't stop me from getting along with him on a kind of some fun fundamental level. And if someone I don't know doesn't like me, that's their loss. You know, yeah, it's and and I think a lot of people say that, you know, but I think there is I'm not saying that you don't believe that. I'm just saying I think a lot of people do say that similar thing. Mm -hmm. But in the end, we do things and act a certain way so that people do like us because it does feel good. For sure. You know, let's say it's in the workplace. I mean, like you want to be liked in general. Yeah. You know, I think it's funny. Salespeople have a high need to be liked. Sure. You know, and that's I mean, that's a trait that's just as part of being a salesperson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it depends on like sort of your social circle, your environment, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and of course, your self-esteem. You yeah, know? that's true. Yeah. Or, yeah, not only self-esteem, but self-acceptance of, you know, the lower that is, the yeah. more and the higher the desire we have to be liked. For sure. You know? Yeah. But. And even going further, being liked, you know, you can broaden that or maybe deepen it to saying, you know, the desire to be loved. Sure. Yeah. Everybody has the desire to be loved. Absolutely. You know, being yeah. liked and loved are a little bit different, you know, yeah, in that aspect. But they're part of the same. But that's one of the human needs. I mean, we all have that desire. Absolutely. So from a very, you know, small kid to an adult, you, you really do miss out if you don't have that. I mean, you, there's so many pieces of your life that would be missing. Right. If you don't feel that way, yeah, because you know, being being loved or feeling loved is just crucial to well being. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. So that's the, I. I kind of you know. There's like a line there of like liked and wanting to be loved. And yeah. I, so I get it. Like. Yeah. Because I don't think of myself thinking like, oh, I've got to get everyone's approval, and want, really want to be liked, but at the same time. I don't want to be disliked. No, that's you know, a good that's, point too. And, yeah. and there's still part of me that feels that way too. Like if someone doesn't like me, I'm probably going to brood over it. Why? Like, what is it? What? Why are they, why yeah. they don't like me? You know, I mean, again, if it's someone I don't know or I don't really care, I'm like, eh, whatever. But if it's like a coworker yeah. or a friend or somebody that just for whatever reason just takes a disliking to you and it's like, what, what did I do to them? And then you try right. to figure out what it is. And, um, you know, after a while you just have to let it go. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, next one. Give up your resistance to change. Mm-hmm. Um, change is good. Change. Yeah. 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 Uh, resistance really only creates suffering is what they've said. It's a very Buddhist. Uh, philosophy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, just and change is inevitable. 
Yeah. I, I, do you have trouble with change? Uh, I don't feel like I do as being no. an entrepreneur. And stuff, I mean, you kind of have yeah, to. You, you have in to our industry, change. like yeah. basically like, you know, Google changes things every five seconds. So right. we have to kind of adapt. Um, that being said, yeah, there's sometimes I do like the status quo and like, especially when things are really good, it's like, let's not disrupt this anymore. But then inevitably, I'll give you an example of this. Uh, the town I live in, I pretty much knew tw- like 20 people that were in my neighborhood that were friends and people I could right. go have beers with or whatever it is or go to events with. And I would say about 95% of them have moved out of that fairly within this year. Only like two or three are left in the in that area. Right. And so it's a weird thing now because I used to be able to walk around town and know a bunch of people or call someone up and just walk to the next yeah. near ne- near whatever place we were going to get something to eat, whatever it is. They're all gone. Oh, and wow. it's just like w- weird to me now. But yeah, it's inevitable. It's a, yeah, it's going to change. You know, if if they didn't change, then I would have. Yeah, the resistance to change uh, that is interesting. I I feel like it's funny because I'm a very routine person. Yeah. So I don't you know I don't know if we can broaden this where if I have a plan. <laughs> I have a pretty high expectation that that plan is supposed to happen. Yeah. And that when it changes, I do get a little bit uncomfortable. Right. And so I would probably do resist that in that aspect. So if like, I mean, it could be something small, like, Hey, at this time we're going here and doing that. And then like, you know, the time comes like, Whoa, 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 what do you mean? We weren't, we weren't planning doing that. Like, (laughs) so I can see that I have that resistance. Whereas instead of just going like, all right, like that's cool. Yeah. And I wouldn't say that's all the time, but I think my initial gut like reaction is that resistance, I think. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I I can see that. I can totally see that. So you got to, you know, give up your resistance to change and kind of, I don't want to say go with the flow. (laughs) Hey, man. But it is. take a chill feel, man. Yeah. It's, uh, (laughs) if you can go with the flow, it's a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. If you're adaptable, like bend like the bamboo in the wind. Right. That type of thing. Well, yeah, it's, we won't go there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This kind of goes with the, like wanting to be liked, uh, giving up, trying to play please others. Yeah. I think this is something as a, as a dad, um, you, you'll see in many, many kids that are trying to please their parents. Yeah. You know, this happens all the time as, as children, I should say, we try to please others a lot. Sure. That is a learned behavior. So I'm going to, I'm going to get a little deep on you. Okay. Um, you know, the, the trying to please others is a learned behavior because it's not coming from within. So as parents, we teach our children often, Hey, you'll get a reward. You'll be loved. Like there's all kinds of things. Like you're, you're, you're better because Mm. you're doing this or that kind of thing. And so a lot of the parenting that we talk about, you know, techniques and things like that is, focusing on having it come from within. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the idea of like, as an example, my children accomplishing something because it's going to please me. Mm -hmm. I'd really want to be conscious of that, that it doesn't matter what the outcome is. Right. Right. You know, because otherwise the children grow, grow up wanting to always please because they get that feedback. Yes. You know, that makes sense. It's like, yeah. Kinda, yeah, yeah. They're not doing it for the sake of intrinsically, right? They're only doing that's it the, to get the reward. Intrinsically. Yeah. yeah so yeah. when you, at a very small age, if you can't, you know, granted this is, this is a lot of, uh, my mentor, Susie Walton's yeah. philosophies is 
if you don't do that and you know and you you teach them in, like you said intrinsically to get the reward right you know how did that feel look at what you did yeah that kind of stuff that they are realizing that internally it just feels good right yeah and they are not going to try to please others right because they're not going to get a reward that's not the reward the reward right. isn't by pleasing other people the reward isn't how it feels inside sure so yeah that really hits for the parents you know i mean I think yeah, as a dad yeah. you've got to kind of see that um and you you know you don't want your kids going around trying to please everybody right and we and we i mean that's just we're guilty of that all the time because we're like you know clean up your room and then we can do this this this, that you know and it's like because i'll be happy if you do this i'll be in a good mood and it's like that's you know it's hard to police that all the time but i can see like in the in the big scheme you kind of want to curb it yeah, you know? no, that totally makes sense. So you want it to come from within. I get that. Yeah. So uh, next one, give up your attachment to the past. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I could see that. I mean, the, the, the past can often stifle you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if you don't like the present, you know, change it. Yeah. You know, create the future. Yeah. You know, I, I in, in Open reading that present <laughs> totally well in reading a lot of relationship stuff. Uh, advice, you know, that's a big one that happens in relationships where, you know, you get into a situation and the, the, the spouse will bring up or the significant other or whatever will bring up something that happened in the past. Yeah. You know, it's like, why are you bringing that up? Like, well, because it was unresolved or, yeah, or whatever yeah. reason, but we often focus on the past oh, yeah, and we say yeah. like, well, remember you did this, 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 and it's like, uh, well, that, yeah. that's, that was then. Yeah. Like that that's not so what we're three minutes about. ago. Why are you bringing right. that old stuff? Right. We're not talking about that. We're talking about this. Um, yeah. so I think too, as a parent, you know, going back and rehashing some of the stuff that you, you know, maybe you did wrong. Maybe you weren't, didn't act correctly as, as a parent, yeah. that kind of stuff. You certainly can't beat yourself up for those things instead of saying, okay, it happened. It's done. Yeah. How do we move this thing forward? Well, especially past things that kind of go, harkens back to some other things where, you know, things you had no control over. A lot of people will hone in on things that happened in their childhood and all that other things. And those are things that do shape us for, for you know, because I'll speak to that till the cows come home. And uh, but one of the things that changed my outlook and my happiness for real was looking at the past and going, hey, that doesn't affect me who I am now. Right. I'm affecting me who I am now. And right. therefore, I'm using the past as an excuse or as a crutch or whatever it is, rather than learning from it, evolving and moving forward towards the future. Oh, that's and great. that was a huge problem for me up until I realized there was a problem for me. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, right. it's me. <laughs> well, yeah. And you can't move forward unless yeah. you let go of the past. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, all exactly. we have is sort of the present moment. And the future. Yeah, it's an anchor and it should be more of a navigation tool. <laughs> I mean, it, it's so important. You know, they, I mean, it's another cliche about living in the moment, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's all we have. I mean, we do have to think about the future. Yeah. Uh, in certain instances, especially with our children. But, yeah. you know, as a dad, too, of like whether it's spending the time with your kids or your spouse or whatever about really being in the moment and enjoying that moment. Right. It's, you just can't say it enough. It's yeah. like, you know, the, the time passes so quickly. I mean, I look back, my kids are five and seven now. It's like yeah. it, you know, people who have like teenagers or when they leave, then they leave the house cause they're going away to call or something. They say it, but you don't believe it. Yeah. Like, 
that's 18 years. That's like a long, long time. But it's like, even now I can say it's gone by so fast, even though when you were in it, there's so much going on and there's, yeah, I went to an event fairly recently and it was a walk for a Huntington's disease actually. Oh, right. And one of my, um, my, uh, my friend's brother has, has it and her dad, you know, passed away of it. But so I've known this family for a while since I was in college. I, I, one of the guys that was with us had um, a dog. And I was like, oh, what's your dog's name? It's all big. I was oh, cute. Oh, what was your name again? He goes, you know me. And he said, I'm Michael. And I'm like, oh, my God. I remember when you were born. Right. And he had a goatee. And he, it was, right. you know, I'm like, what? Oh, my God. How much time had passed? I know. Well, that's how long I've known you? Yeah. Uh, so it's, I was just, a, I was, I'm a, it's freaking back. Right. Yeah. Right. It's freaky when, you know, you, especially if somebody you grew up or, yeah. well, I, I can give you an example too. There's, uh, my, my wife has a really good friend she went to nursing school with, and the daughter is now having her baby shower this weekend. Oh, the daughter. The daughter. The daughter. And she's, you know, mid 20s yeah. or, you know, Full or 30. Adult. I don't even know how old. Yeah. But like, like, she what? remembers when she was like just almost born. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was like, and it's just, it's crazy. It's so crazy. It's really crazy. Yeah, Not yeah. born, but she was really young. Yeah. You know? And yeah. it was like, now to like see that as an adult, yeah. how fast that time goes. Wow. And you really don't realize it. So, yeah. You know, I, we're getting off a little bit of a tangent, <laughs> no, no, but, but yeah, you're you know, right. basically of giving up your attachment to the past and whether that is in an argument, whether that is just your life and how you're living it and saying, well, this is how my life was and this is how then it has to be. Yeah. You know, the moment is now yeah. like to change is now, you know, and we've got a whole bunch of stuff on procrastination. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, we can help ago. you with that. So uh, that's the other one. Yeah. Uh, number nine. Give up your need for acknowledgement. This kind of goes with being like too. No, but yeah, it's slightly different perspective, but it is, like you said, pretty much hand in hand with that. Yeah, it's, you know, he says we chase after love, approval and appreciation because we think that this acknowledgement will help us feel happier, loved and more at peace. Yeah. Um, but the pursuit of these things causes immense stress and suffering, yeah. which is true. Yeah. I'm sorry. Did I say he said, she said, she sorry. says, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, no, I, I I can agree with that. I think a lot of times we want credit and we want to take the credit for things that we are doing right, and we want to be you know acknowledged. And and you know, I don't know the pursuit of that. I don't necessarily think is a bad thing, but when it's, I feel like a lot of these things, if it's not done, if it's done in moderation, it's okay. But if right. you overdo it and if you're constantly worried about it, it causes way too much angst. Well, the acknowledgement is interesting. So I went through a course, and I and um the 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 lesson was to go fishing versus feeding the fish. Uh-huh. And the idea behind that was when you go fishing, you're expecting to get something out of it. Right. That, that Whether that's the acknowledgement, whether like it's like something, let's say you're doing it for your kids or your spouse or whatever, you're doing something with the idea that you're going to get something in return. For sure. Whether that is acknowledgement, love, you know, yeah. affection, recognition something yeah instead of feeding the fish which just means hey i'm just doing it to feed the fish right yeah like, the fish need to be fed so yeah, i'm exactly. doing it so i'm feeding them i'm not trying to go yeah. and get something out of it yeah. so that's the difference it was an interesting analogy because i was literally you know casting a fish you know iron like you could you know the teacher was, was talking about this um it was just a great analogy yeah yeah you know i, I want to say i want to give it credit it was from the course called freedom to be which i had mentioned and I oh talked yeah about before for sure yeah i'll put a link in there because i would yeah. give them give them some some credit sure uh, sure but yeah it, it's just the idea of you know really just doing things because right and 
for the you sake know. of doing them rather than tr- expecting a reward out of it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it, it's amazing. It's just that that's, that's a big one, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the last ones, it, uh, last one is, <laughs> you can see it's a little late. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah right. As I start, uh, you know, <laughs> stuttering and uh, give up your distractions, which uh-huh. we, I mean, how much more can we talk about that? Oh, yeah. We've, we've been all over uh, that, especially with the internet and all that other thing. Yeah. So I mean, things. all kinds of stuff of electronics and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you really have to make that a conscious decision, yeah. you know, of removing the distractions, whether they are physical, mental, whatever. Yeah. Distractions will keep you from being happy. For sure. You know, and that's yeah. that's really, really important. So I want to just briefly touch, go through these again, because I, I kind of want to make sure they're fresh in my mind. As yeah. Well. Right. OK. Um, so these are the 10 things you should give up to be happy. First one, give up the need for control. Yeah. Second, give up your need to be right. Yep. Third, give up your criticism. And that's both of yourself and, and of others. others. Give up your need for people to understand you. Mm-hmm. Give up your desire to be liked. Give up your resistance to change. Give a give up trying to please others. Mm-hmm. Give up your attachment to the past. Give up your need for acknowledgement and give up your distractions. Cool. Is there one that hits the most for you? Um, the distractions one actually, I mean, yeah. because it was last, but yeah. also because I think it There's does. The psychology hit of that. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Mine's the first one. <laughs> oh, they give the need up for control. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. No, it's interesting. It, it, you know, it, what caught my attention to of the article is, you know, the idea, if we want to be happy, we've got to give up stuff mm-hmm. rather than always trying to obtain. Yes. It was an interesting concept of just from the writing perspective. Oh, of, no, of course. You know, give these things up. I mean, make it easier on yourself by just giving, letting these things go. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I it's like, it's less stuff. It's I, not something that I have to do. It's taking weight off your shoulder. Right. That's what the As difficult is. It, like, is. It, it is. And it's a lot of times hard to relinquish things. Right. And relinquishing control, relinquishing anything. It's like, but it is a weight off of you. So it makes you feel lighter. It allows you to progress further. Right. Yeah. Right. If you guys have anything to add, uh, send an email podcast at dudes to dads.com. Also, uh, love reviews. Yeah. We uh, need some reviews. Get them on iTunes and Stitcher and even on the website itself, but preferably on iTunes and Stitcher. Yeah. And, uh, and if you want to hit us up on social media, go to Twitter at dudes to dads and, uh, Facebook is dudes to dads com com. Yep. And, um, and yeah, of course the podcast at dudes to dads.com. Yeah. And, and any feedback we'd, we welcome it. Um, you know, we would really appreciate the listeners or a fan fan call it fan base audience base sure. is, is growing. I just, All you I dads and it. dudes out there. I, I love seeing it. It's like, you know, going and looking at that stuff, you know, and, and seeing that, the, yeah. you know, there's more and more people being t- hit by it and touched by it and sure. sharing it. And so we, we really appreciate the love. Yeah. Um, any other final thoughts? No, that was good. I like that. It's very cathartic to talk about. This stuff. <laughs> talk about happiness. Yeah. I now need to focus on happiness. When I go home. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the sun is almost up. Yeah. So, so, uh, just kidding. It is late. It's not that late. It's late. I think my, my, well, my kids are definitely asleep. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost past your bedtime. Which I can't, you know, feel guilty for it. I can't be a perfect, you know, I, each day is one day at a time. So today, I, maybe I wasn't a wonderful dad. I wasn't there. Uh, but guess what? Tomorrow morning, I will be. You'll be bright and early. That's So with that, thank you, everybody. And thank you, Alan. Thank you. And uh, we will see you next week. See you next time. 